Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. I'm your host, Bailey Chavez, and I'm so excited you're here. Keep listening to hear from my diverse group of leaders, sharing their insight on leadership, health, career opportunities, wellness, or personal development. Thank you for going on this journey with me. The first question is to tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I am, my name is Caden Collins. I'm a senior at Corsicana High School. I'm a four-year FFA member. Um, I show lambs this year. Um, I used to show pigs my freshman and sophomore year and then took a break from that um, to show ag mechanics. Um, Love ag mechanics. Me and my partner uh, built a 16-foot bumper pull trailer last year that we were able to compete with San Antonio and Heart of Texas. I do prepared public speaking, science fair, ag issues, and pretty much everything else. Um, I love movies. I'm a huge movie buff. Everything from Harry Potter to Forrest Gump. Um, I'm I'm a huge sushi fan. Um, I like any day of the week. If you ask me to go get sushi, I'm so down. And I am a church leader in my youth group. Um, and it gives me the opportunity to interact with some of the younger members of my church and help them follow the same uh, spiritual path that I've kind of been on. Um, and it's just really amazing to get to hang out with them. That's really awesome. You're obviously such a cool person, and you're involved in a ton of different activities. So that's really inspiring. Um, and just thank you for being on today. Um, I know that you'll give a lot of great advice and tell a lot of good stories, and it'll help our listeners. So, again, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. I'm, like, beyond excited to have this opportunity to uh, hang out with you and kind of tell some stories and, yeah. (laughs) So, question number two is, what do you like to do outside of the FFA? Um, There's not a whole lot to do in Corsicana, Texas, but most of my time gets spent bowling, um, hanging out with friends. Uh, We love to go fishing. Whenever the opportunity arises, the weather's right. Um, going to my youth program is where I spend uh, most of my Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, that's pretty much it. That's um, I spend a lot of time at home watching movies. Um, Netflix, definitely have watched just about everything on Netflix. I only know you from the FFA, so I thought it'd be cool just to kind of get to know, like, what you do outside of there, Um, but that's awesome. So, the next question is, what are your plans for the future? Um, Hopefully, next year, I'll be attending Texas A&M University. Um, At Texas A&M, I hope to get a degree in agricultural communications and journalism, which then I will go and get a degree in law. And with these degrees, I hope to become an agricultural lobbyist um, in order, I hope to use this platform in order to make sure that the men and women of the agriculture industry um, get their voices heard by government officials. And in doing so, I hope to spread ag ag literacy across the state. That's really cool. It sounds like you're like really intentional about your career choice. That's awesome. And I love A&M. That's where I'll be attending as well. So super excited to be there. Heck yeah, Giga Maggie. <laughs> the next question is, how do you manage your stress? Uh, usually not great. Um, as the years have gone, uh, more and more stress is getting piled on us. Um, as you know, we're seniors and 
with COVID and college applications and scholarships, like it's just a lot to handle um, on top of all our classes and having a social life. So with all this going on, um, I've gotten better at just taking time to breathe, as simple as that sounds. Um, I drive myself crazy with everything that goes on uh, in my daily life. So it's really good for me just to be able to have some time to sit down, breathe, maybe turn on a movie. Um, and that brings me to finding something away from it all um, that you enjoy doing so that you can take your mind away from it all. Uh, mine is watching movies and hanging out with friends. My sister loves to read books. Um, that's kind of her happy place. Um, another thing it, that I'm also pretty bad about because I like to kind of bottle up my stress and uh, just kind of like keep my head down and keep going, but it's taking time to find somebody to talk about uh, or talk about the stresses <laughs> with. Yeah, that's how you say that. Um, so like, as far as scholarships and college applications, it's nice to be able to reach out and talk to my friends that are going through the same things um, or my mentors that have been through it and know kind of the tips and tricks to be able to know that it's okay and that you're not alone in whatever stresses you're dealing with. Yeah, those are awesome strategies. I think all teenagers, whether you're involved in the FFA or any other extracurricular activity, definitely get stressed from time to time, and using some of those strategies that you mentioned can definitely help take the stress off. So thank you for sharing those. 100%. The next question is, what leader, FFA or non-FFA, inspires you the most? Um, the person that inspires me the most and has for the entirety that I've known her is Miss Johnson. She's my ag teacher. We call her MJ, and she is amazing. Um, MJ's been in my life for only a few years, but she is 100% part of my family. Like, my mom uh, calls her her co-parent um, because I spend just as much time with MJ as I do at my own home. Um, but MJ has pushed me and motivated me since we've met um, to be the best that I can be. Um, she's so kind and always is willing to help me out whatever I'm doing. And she's the person that I go to with everything if I need to talk. Um, she's instilled in me a love for agriculture. She has taught me the importance of knowing that it's okay to fail sometimes. Um, she always tells me that when I'm stressing about a competition or a scholarship or something, she says it's already been, it's already been decided. Um, you just have to go out there, do your best, but it's already been decided what's going to be the outcome. Um, so she is definitely been the person that inspires me most over the past few years. That's awesome. I love that piece of advice that it's already been um, decided because I think a lot of times we get caught up in like our performance and how it's all going to go. But I mean, God already has a plan and he knows what's going to happen. So I love that reminder. Exactly. And I hate when she tells me it because I'm... <laughs> kind of like I want to be in control um, but she definitely slows me down and kind of keeps my head level when she tells me that um, and it's honestly a piece of the best advice she's ever given me yes for sure <laughs> so the next question is what is your advice to those who struggle with self-doubt 
Um, this one isn't as fun of an answer. Um, I love this question, um, but it's uh, not a fun story. Someone that I really, really cared about and was a big part of my life uh, told me that I wasn't enough, that I was a burden, and that they didn't really care about the things that I was dealing with as long as it didn't affect them negatively. Um, it definitely took a toll on me and my mental health. Mental health, uh, And I struggled it, with it for quite a while. Um, this all kind of happened at the beginning of my junior year. And some of it is still going on, but it's definitely getting better. Uh, my advice to anyone dealing with self-doubt is that you have to give it time. I definitely was mad at myself some days because, like, okay, come on. It's been it's been two months. Get over it. Like, come on. Um, but just know that it takes time to heal. Um, next is surround yourself with people that bring a positive light to your life. Um, people that will believe in you no matter what the circumstance is and will be there to see you through the troubles. Like, if you're feeling down one day, you know that you can go to that person and be like, hey, can we sit down and talk for a little bit? I'm not doing great today. And I've definitely found um, a group of friends and mentors that can tell, hey, are you okay today? And it's just great to have those people in your life that will pick you up like that. Um, and along with that, something that I hated, hated so, so, so much, um, was that I bottled it up, um, my self-doubt, like the days that were especially hard, I kind of just would just kind of shut down and I would bottle it up and bottle it up. But talking to people helps so much. People, as I said, with the stress, people are going through the same things with you, um, maybe not the same exact situation, but they definitely share the same experiences. Um, everyone is either in a storm, just got out of a storm, or is about to go in one. So having those people to talk to and kind of get everything off your chest helps so much in the process of dealing with your self-doubt. Um, you, there's also days when it's starting to get better where you can look in a mirror and just be like, you're okay. You are worth it. You you start to realize your self-worth as after time moves on. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to go through that hard time, but um, I'm thankful that you were able to share that story today and give some strategies for kind of how to overcome that self-doubt. I know that that's definitely going to help a lot of people, and thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that story. Yeah, of course. It's, it's, important. it's important to be vulnerable with people because – that's when they see the true you. Um, I mean, putting a mask on like I did, it only makes things worse. So the, the sooner that you feel comfortable and the sooner that you can kind of reach out and say, hey, can we talk to someone? It will change your perspective on everything. Um, and it surely helps the healing process if you're dealing with that self-doubt. Yeah, definitely agree. And I know it can be hard sometimes to kind of like put your guard down, like, because a lot of times, like, we teenagers, we just want to bottle up our emotions, like you said, but like you said, it can also be really helpful just to have someone to talk to, so you can kind of talk through it, and you learn a lot from that. 100%. 
And then the last question is, share one super impactful moment you've had in the FFA that you'll remember forever. Um, this one, I think, so two years ago, my sophomore year, um, some circumstances led to one of my Ag issue members not being able to compete at state contests. Um, it was a really, really tough day. And it got to the point where my ag teacher looked at all of us and was like, we don't have to go. Um, um, and after thinking it over, of course, we, we went and we competed. But we had to get a fill-in. Um, my best friend Jackson stepped in, and he learned every word of the script in under 22 hours. Oh we stayed up all night training him on questions and... Uh, training him on questions and him memorizing the speech, like it was, it was a rough, rough few hours. Um, anyway, the day's state contest comes and this is when MJ first told me that little bit of advice. She sits us all down in the hotel lobby and she, we said a prayer. We prayed over the member that couldn't make it. We prayed over the confidence or to have the confidence to step in the room. And she looks us, after we finished praying, she looked at us all and was like, it's already been decided. Whatever happens in that room, happens in that room. It doesn't matter. In five years, you're not going to remember it. You're just going to remember that you went in there and you did your best. And it is something that has stuck with me. Clearly, as I talked about it earlier, it has stuck with me for the rest of the time that I've been in FFA. And it will stick with me the rest of the time as I go through college and my career. Um, we went in, we did our best, and even though we took a fat L, I, like, we weren't, we weren't upset because we knew that we did what we could. Yeah, that's a super inspiring story. I can't imagine, like, having a teammate, like, not be able to make it to the state contest. I'm sure that was super hard, but, I mean, it sounds like y'all handled it well. And even though you might not have placed that high, at least you learned something from that experience. And like you said, you're going to remember it forever. Exactly. So that was actually the last question. But, again, I just wanted to thank you for being on. Um, I had a lot of fun doing this episode. I know we had a couple of technology issues at the beginning, but it still means a lot that you were on. And thank you so much. Yeah, technology issues, totally my fault. I'm so sorry. But thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I, to everybody listening, hey, what's up? Uh, hopefully I can see you guys soon. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Learn, Love podcast. Make sure to follow the Instagram podcast page at Live Learn Love Podcast to get updates about episodes and learn more about the guests. Also, make sure to visit the website linked down below to learn more about me and the podcast, as well as leave a review or suggestion. See you all in the next episode. Keep aspiring growth.